0: what's up what's up yo we are back season two this is guaranteed to be a clusterfuck i can guarantee it because it already has been but that's probably why you're listening in the first place also the nfl had a draft and the giants melted down dave gettleman is intergalactically stupid but he has been easily the most enjoyable aspect to the offseason Also, if Vince McMahon follows through with this XFL nonsense after witnessing the AAF debacle, he might be up for general manager position with the Giants. Stupid. Also, we have all witnessed players committing awful acts that they deserve, not only suspensions, but jail time. Michael Vick, Dante Stallworth, Tyreek Hill, you are fucking out. Also, Gronk has retired. I feel like a little part of me died inside. And if all of my parts were numbered, the one that died would have certainly been 69. Also, Babes and I went grocery shopping recently, and she immediately just, like, grabbed some hummus for herself. She said we could go back and forth with, you know, personal items. So I grabbed guacamole and beer and just yelled snake draft. Also... I've realized that NFL addiction doesn't seem that bad during the season, but when you find yourself reading combine recaps, it seems like fentanyl. Also, we're back. Did I say it? Season two. Just like season one, but newer. Uh, And also, I'm not the only one that's back. My guy, Proper Football, is back. What's up, man? How's it going? Good. Just managed to
1: unmute my mic there before you asked me that.
0: Um, Yes, jumped right into it. Yeah. So I got Proper with me. Buddy, danger, proper football, same level show. We are here for episode one, but we we've done this. Does it's a little bit like the the, the black cat in the matrix, right? Because we've seen this before.
1: Yeah, it's Groundhog Day.
0: Right. Yeah. So uh, we we tried to record last week. We literally we we put money into it and we upgraded the system and we're like, let's go try this platform and it came out and it sounded like we were literally underwater the whole time. Not gonna release that. So we're back here again on the the previously. Uh, trusted platform cast shout out to uh, cast tricast, whatever you want to call it but uh how's it we, going man how we was got your to pretend week between that, uh
1: nonsense gotta pretend this content's new and fresh even right. though it's old and stale for us still good it, it, content still good content let's not
0: <laughs> yes it is it's good content um, and we have a lot of good content, uh, but you know what? We have a new little thing we want to do, and we want to organize the show a little bit differently this year, so we're just going to jump right into it with this week's headlines. So, headlines this week. And this is a little bit of like this week and last week, but listen, okay? It's, like, it's just recent stuff, Okay. One of the recent things, and I'll start it out here, and let me let me know what you think about this shit. Alright, so, LaShawn McCoy, right? And there's been some updates to this story, we'll get to that in, in a few minutes. Uh, but he spoiled Avengers Endgame. I don't know if you know, but I'm a fucking maniac about Avengers. Uh, and he, he has like 750,000 followers... Uh, and he decided to tweet out a review immediately after his screening, which was likely on like Thursday or Friday of the premiere weekend. And he spoils the entire ending, right? And let's just say that the movie ends with a funeral, and he's spoiling everything to everyone, and everyone hates him. What say you? What do you think about someone like him spoiling a gigantic movie like this?
1: Um, I think that it depends how he critiqued it. Really, I mean, <laughs> it was very poor. You know, if it's if it's Roger Shady Ebert. Coming in with a hot take, then you know it's public, it's public domain. But it was not, you know. Yeah. It, was, it was. I think not. it was a bit of soon. Matthew Berry, I think, responded in yes. the best way because uh, he tweeted out because <laughs> Lashawn McCoy tweeted out a massive spoiler for Avengers End Game. A reminder that last year McCoy was held under 70 total yards in 10 of 14 <laughs> games. He was running back 45 in points per game and gained only more than five yards on just. Quarter of his carries amongst forty-seven qualified running backs. <laughs> Wasn't there a bit about like Legarrette Blunt in there? Yes, it was. There was a caveat. Only Legarrette Blunt was worse. I didn't want to shit on Legarrette Blunt because he didn't pee <laughs> out any in-game spoilers, so I just left that out there. I think.
0: He did, yeah. Legarrette Blunt had nothing to do with your Endgame spoilers. He did not spoil it, but no, it, he fucking he did it from the parking lot after seeing the movie. Like total dick move. Moving I would, on. I would have loved if Legarrette
1: Blunt had been like literally in a queue to watch Endgame
0: when and he gets spoiled by it, he gets and then he sees and, <laughs> and then Barry doubles down on it. <laughs> that would be a bad a bad off season for. But anyways, uh, a potentially bad upcoming season for Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Everyone's fucking. Ah! The ridiculous like I saw a mock draft yesterday go he goes in the second round now in, in a redraft league. Okay, anyways, he's <sighs> on the cover of Madden. Do you think this is uh this is boding well for him?
1: Well, let's focus on the real problem here. Me. And the fact that he's on my <laughs> roster. And in a Are keeper. league. you legit league, concerned? Well no, because it just it's the chickens coming home to roost, isn't it? I've been gloating all season about how I'm gonna get him as a keeper option in the tenth round glad to hear that second round thing music to my ears but now it just makes it even more annoying when he gets the madden curse (laughs) and no tyreek hill uh it's just gonna go it's gonna be nightmarish i think i don't know and no kareem hunt i can't not keep him in the 10th round
0: no yeah you're still safe with that value like you could also get another quarterback too if you needed to like But, yeah, if you're literally just worried about the Madden curse, that's not a huge deal. I mean, wasn't it—I mean, I know it was, like, a a legit thing for a while, but wasn't it broken just a while ago? Like, someone was on the Madden cover and did totally fine, played 16 games and made the Pro Bowl or something. I feel like it hasn't really been a thing. yeah, it was Antonio
1: Brown last year, and he did pretty well. So, Um, yeah,
0: so we'll see. We'll see. But Patrick Mahomes, he's potentially cursed. Jason Pierre-Paul, obviously cursed, all right? So he uh, lost a few fingers— a year or two ago uh, but just recently he was rushed to the hospital after a car crash uh it was pretty like kind of ambiguous as to what the injury was and it's it, the information slowly trickled out that yeah he basically broke his neck uh and broke he's going to probably need neck surgery and news as of last night uh we're recording this on uh on may 11th uh he decided not to have neck surgery but the timeline is still very far so we don't think he's going to be available this september but uh, I'm not sure when it, he is going to be available.
1: What an idiot.
0: Yes. I
1: love it if he goes to the hospital, the doctors are like, Mr. B.A. you seem to have broken your neck and also lost three of your fingers. <laughs> so how did the car accident happen? Well, my blinker was out, and so I was trying to indicate with my hand, and before you know it, there was a 17 car pile up.
0: Uh, yes. Yes, it definitely, uh, that, the finger thing is going to cost him for a while. That's, I mean, jokes, jokes ahoy. Sorry, guy. But car accidents suck. They did, I always find it interesting when the headline of the story has to say, so-and-so involved in car accident. Don't worry, they were not cited with anything. Like, we know that we're immediately thinking he was drinking or something else was happening, but they have to put it in the headline now, like, nothing nefarious, just a car accident. So, yeah. I don't
1: know. Despite all his Snapchats being him just driving and Snapchatting
0: yes the, the mobile phone was not involved uh moving on to, to something else <laughs> yeah it's
1: literally physically impossible for him to hold a mobile phone and record no.
0: he's always on a hands-free <laughs> literally so the chicago bears our guy 10 foots his favorite team even though he's all the way on the other side of the world they continued their search to replace cody parker cody parkey Who gives a shit what his name is? The kicker, right? The kicker is the guy who lost them. You know, we like to blame what happens at the very last second of the game on the entirety of the game. So he lost them the game when he missed in the playoffs by hitting both uprights. I believe it was the crossbar and an upright, if I remember correctly. But he hit two. Uh, So they cut him. He went on the Today Show, had a whole meltdown thing, uh, which is understandable alright if we're talking about mental health in 2019
1: kidnapped a dolphin (laughs) um, went undercover as a police detective in drag got found out by Ace Ventura
0: I believe he was cut. I mean, maybe his contract ran out. Pretty much sure he was cut. So the Bears brought in eight kickers, right, to try out for the new Chicago kicker. Uh, and they said that uh, the reports are that at practice, at the end of practice, they put all eight kickers at the forty-three yard line, literally the same exact spot that Cody Parkey missed the playoff field goal from. And the eight kickers went two <laughs> for eight. <laughs> so,
1: who are these? Who were these kickers? Were they just like fucking linemen?
0: I'm, I mean, I'm imagining the episode... Seabass of- <laughs>
1: hits him from 75 with a fucking beer in his hand.
0: It's always sunny in Philadelphia when they're trying out for the Eagles. Like, that's what I'm imagining. It's just, like, random people that, like, own a bar in Chicago or like, I, I can yeah. fucking kick, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean... That guy was like... It was like the Neil Rackers in the Fancy Pick Me when he's like, I'm gonna kick these fucking balls up the crossbar and I'll compose. It's like, yeah, that's not inspiring any confidence in... Your ability to kick it through the post, still. <laughs> no.
0: No, no. But, yet, but I was thinking about this, and I believe I mentioned this when we tried to fucking do this last week. Maybe it should be worth more points if you hit the post. No.
1: What if would be you good can is hit the they, post on well, purpose... No, what would be good is if they didn't have points. the net behind the post, and if you hit someone that was eating a hot dog or taking a drink in the face, right. then you get extra points.
0: It's just like... Uh, as a commissioner of a fantasy football league, I'm always looking for new ways to to score points and new creative things to enjoy because all we all we enjoy is like fucking scoring points, right? We want to do it in different ways. If I were the commissioner of the NFL or any professional sports league, I'd have I would have a hard time not constantly adding fucking shit to score points with.
1: But you are the commissioner of a fantasy football
0: league. If I were the commissioner of a professional f- uh league, I would have trouble not How dare literally you? literally I might <laughs> I believe, you know, if the NFL, NBA, I would literally fuck with the history books immediately. Five-point line in the NBA, here we go. But like, I wouldn't be able to stop myself. But let's move on to sad things, but also very, very obvious. Um, a lawsuit has been filed, uh, and there has been an update since I, I researched this initially, uh, the NFL directed their insurance carrier, Cigna, to deny disability claims to basically people that are on the, the traditional NFL retirement plan, right? So they have health care, they're ex-players, uh, and their claims were going unprocessed by Cigna. And when people started asking why, for whatever reason, that took two years, they said, well, the NFL said that they're not, this isn't covered, that isn't covered. It's just weird, right? It's almost like the NFL doesn't care about the well-being of their players.
1: America, America, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Do you know what, something something. Uh, my wife pointed out to me the other day, she was like, she said to me, remind me who Tim Tebow was, I was like, love that question, Jesus. okay, wonderful, and, uh, and I was like, oh, and he did the kneel down thing, whenever he did something good, like he was praying, and she just goes, oh, isn't it interesting, when a white man kneels down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's so funny! It's so funny! God damn it, you're right. I never why did I not parallel that? He fucking did the same thing, but he was he was talking to Jesus, so it's good, right? (laughs) He wasn't talking to activists. He was talking to Jesus. Jesus was an activist. Jesus would have been right there with Kaepernick, right? Right. Come on. Anyway. Funnier stories ahead. XFL. We are waiting for this, just like we waited for the AAF, right? The XFL has reached a deal with ESPN and ABC and Fox to broadcast the 2020 games. This was like a big, big news story for the XFL, and they got a lot of good PR this week, obviously because some of the other stories about the NFL basically were revolving around lawsuits and uh, disability claims. So XFL having this great PR was awesome, but if you dig a little bit deeper... You read the fine print, XFL, the XFL, will be collecting a total, drum roll of $0 for all of this. So the ESPN Network, ABC, uh, Fox, they're all getting this for free. So it's like a risk-free thing. Of course they're going to be on all of the channels.
1: Is that Vince McMahon still running this?
0: Yes. Yes, as a figurehead. I mean, I'm sure that he's not like running it, running it. Although the dude is jacked. Did you read...
1: I said, read this thread the other day about crazy Vince McMahon stories, did you see
0: this? No, but I would believe all of them.
1: Right, so, I've got it up, sorry. Vince hates sneezing, right? <laughs> when someone sneezes, he yells at them and tells them to control themselves.
0: <laughs>
1: on, the, on the rare occasion Vince sneezes, he angrily mutters to himself and loses focus for a few minutes.
0: I wonder what he mutters.
1: I don't know, That says that's from Paul Heyman on Jericho's podcast. I believe um, that,
0: yeah. yeah it's, a, uh, it's a sign of weakness, right? Sneezing right, is weak. That's
1: the thing, a sign of weakness. So you have, uh, here we go, so apparently once Vince said something insulting to Kofi on a plane, and Kofi didn't do anything... As they were getting off the plane, Jericho told Kofi that if he didn't confront and fight Vince immediately, Kofi's career was effectively over in Vince's mind. That was how Vince tested his talent. So Kofi got in Vince's face and he actually got into a fight on the plane. Kofi, yeah, yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> he's a madman and the guy is worth so much money and he's literally, uh, he's flushing the money down the toilet with this. Can, I, can, I, can we be real? Like, this is not going to end oh, well yeah. for the XFL?
1: I mean, you, you just look at the double uh, AF. Like, you know, double AF. That's a much better way to say it. Why wouldn't you just take a bit of like a bit? Of that is surely the the definition of a cautionary tale. If not the fucking time you did it before and it failed. Right. You know.
0: But you know, maybe this is this is what uh, the AAF did wrong Is that they were like Yeah let's get some money for the TV rights To this awesome thing that we have And the only people that would pay for it were fucking CBS Like who's going to go to CBS Sports Who has the cable package with CBS Sports That's going to watch that shit uh, so that's maybe where they went wrong. And maybe the XFL's right, where they're more or less, like, you'll probably be able to see this shit on Twitter more easily and, you know, in online streams. It's going to be on, on network television like Fox. They'll probably do it better. I don't know. I, I still don't know. I would bet against it. Moving on. Maybe, slightly... that's, why
1: maybe that's why Cigna decided to uh, deny <laughs> disability claims. It was just in preparation for the XFL, the inevitable XFL claims that were going to come through after Contested running kickoffs.
0: Right. So speaking of the, the signal lawsuit, someone that probably caught wind of that was Telvin Smith, Jaguars linebacker. He announced that he's not going to play this year. This Duval. Dude... Yes, for real. Like Duval has become a thing all the way over in the UK because of the Jaguars defense. And this motherfucker led the, the, the team with tackles last season with 134. He's only 28. He's only 28. And he's obviously one of the best players on their defense. And he's Pro just like linebacker. nah.
1: Yeah, he's just like fuck it. I'm just gonna do a, do a levy on.
0: Yeah, I mean I th- I, this is gonna become more and more frequent. I think uh, maybe not with obviously lower tier players in, th- in terms of salary, but your higher end guys are gonna say, you know what, I'm good this year. I'll just wait it out and see if I can get another contract again. I don't know. It's, it's is he sad. in a contract
1: yeah? I don't know if he is.
0: I don't maybe think so. I believe... I not at all, is. no. So it's... It, I mean, he's going to come back and maybe play, but he'll have saved the the gas in the tank, I guess you would say. Like, that's what Le'Veon's argument was, right? Because he financially lost. Le'Veon did. Yeah, But you, you could say he saved himself a year of wear and tear because you know that the, the Steelers were going to run him up 350 times or whatever. Anyways, digressing. Final story, final headline. The Giants were obviously trying to fight the blowback to Jan- Daniel Jones being their selection, which we'll get to later. Uh, so they released a video on Twitter, which isn't really great uh, for this. a podcast. I saw and this. It was, it's... <laughs> I believe the, the, the tagline was dropping dimes or yes. something like that. Yeah, dropping dimes, and every single fucking player that he was throwing to was like number 47, and it was a button hook six yards down the field.
1: I didn't see it go further than nine yards, and they slowed it down and zoomed in on the ball, and you're like, that's not going anywhere at all.
0: It was the best, man. Should you
1: see the 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 Redskins um, just did one of Dwayne Haskins on this thing. He's just chucking absolute bombs
0: down into the (laughs) (laughs) end zone. Of course. That is great because we are going to get into the NFC East later. This is going to be a big episode. Uh, We're going to get into a big off-season timeline in just a minute. But after that, we're going to get into... uh, We got some awesome uh, new sponsors this season, which will blow your mind. Uh, And then after we... Feed you guys their content. We are going to get into a big NFC East review led by Proper Football. Uh, so let's uh, cut the music here. Shh, 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 shh. All right, let's be quiet. Let's do this off-season timeline here real quick. Uh, so we we left off kind of awkwardly, right? Let's just be honest. We ended season one and we previewed the Super Bowl. Is how we that was our season finale. Okay, and that should tell you a lot about what we thought about the Super Bowl. So I'd like to bring you up to speed. For anyone who has just checked out of the NFL, you know, maybe you're, you're just like listening to the podcast by association and you just don't follow the NFL. Here it is, right? So we're going to get you caught up. Everything that happened since the Super Bowl to now. All right. So the first of all, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. And it was the most boring game in the world, 13 to 3. Those 16 points, fewest scored in the NFL title game in the Super Bowl era. Jared Goff blew it. Todd Gurley missing in action. Uh, Sean McVay, three points in the most important game of his life. Fuck me. Also, final point, Adam Levine's nipples were completely just hated by America overall at halftime. What do you think? How did you enjoy the Super Bowl?
1: Well, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed the nipples. Um, (laughs) They were the the two best points of the uh, evening and... 66% The 66% of the points Sean McVay got <laughs> He says subsequently he over-prepared Right, I did read that, yeah Yeah, which I'm not sure I don't, I'm not sure if I buy that Because I feel like someone that over-prepares Should look less Perfectly Manicured than him <laughs> Right. He's, his beard and hair Length do not change
0: No, he has time to keep
1: that up Exactly and yeah. that's the questions I ask. I yeah. don't know how many sets of chinos he has. I think his his wardrobe's kind of like <laughs> in Last Action Hero, where it's just chinos, 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 rams jacket, rams jacket.
0: Always wrinkle free though. They're very sharp. He's a very well dressed guy. Good yeah, I can imagine guy. him being
1: a massive cokehead,
0: <laughs> like yes. just a yeah. tweaker. Just yeah. he's on
1: meth the whole time.
0: It could be. But you know, if you're gonna, be, it's it's 2019. You know, you got to be on the sidelines. And I think if if you have the goods, right, like you're being compared to someone like fucking Andy Reid, like you could just be an average coach, and they'd be like, well, Sean McVay's handsome, and he'd be a good face for the organization. So I'd say it's just like any other business. It's probably a smart move. Keep it up, hot man. But goddamn it, score some more points. The like it's all the way leading up to the Super Bowl, Rams were on fire. And that was just so disappointing. Don't say
1: that because L.A. was actually burning at that point.
0: That's yes, that is true. And also the Saints should have gone to the Super Bowl in the first place. And maybe this never would have happened. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. Of course, I think they fixed that. Right. I think we'll get to that later. So no worries. Moving on. Next story. What do you think about this one? My man Marvin Lewis finally gone. 2003 to 2018, Cincinnati Bengals. You won't believe this uh, winning percentage uh, because Jeff Fisher would be jealous of this, right? So if his tenure with the Bengals, 131, 122, and 3. That comes out to a 52% win percentage. So I'd say perfect. What do you think?
1: He avoided draws. I mean, you got to give it to him.
0: Yeah, uh, real low on the draw count. Really Only low for-
1: on the draws. That would be my main... Selling point on that record. Mm-hmm. um I did mm-hmm. call this. I predicted it at the beginning of the season. I thought he'd be getting fired. Uh, there was a video somewhere of me saying it.
0: Isn't it funny that that is a hot take? It's just because of how long he'd been there. But like, nah, he's not getting fired.
1: No, definitely. If you're not going to make the playoffs that many years in a row, in, in right, but you could have said that the for Browns the last like are looking couple like, of years. Dangerous.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so we we've been a sad farewell to our man. Marvin Lewis, who will probably end up uh in the Here's ESPN. Here's how bad
1: moves. how bad Marvin Lewis is, is like he's kind of forgotten by the African American community as a head coach because his record isn't like something they want to draw attention to. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were like, Yeah, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is an excellent example. So Vance Joseph, yeah. Uh and that's about it. <laughs> that's all we that's all we got. Yeah, it's really it's a real show. Marvin Who? Sorry, no, he got fired.
0: Speaking of a not-so-great white coach, Adam Gase, all right? His dead <laughs> stare will haunt your fucking nightmares if you hadn't seen it. Uh, after the Super Bowl, uh, Adam Gase decided to leave Miami. That's, how I, that's the story I'm sticking to. Decided to leave. Uh, the New York Jets pick him up, uh, and he is their new coach. And he had an introductory press conference where he looked like he just toked a whole bowl of salvia. Like he yeah. was tripping his mind out. His eyeballs were like, four centimeters out of his eye socket. And he was looking all over the place like there were bugs all around him. And he was like literally tripping. And this was your first glimpse at uh, 2019 New York Jets. Congratulations. What do you think about that prop?
1: I think that he is a drug mule for a Miami cartel (laughs) and had to ship something to the New Jersey contingent and maybe a condom burst.
0: I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it, right? In the Miami Dolphins coaching headquarters. We've literally seen their coaches... Blowing rails like no one else while on the phone with their mistresses. Uh, like, it's it's for real. We're not even joking. Like, that could be real. So, look yeah. out, East Rutherford, New Jersey. The next story. After that, the Browns decided they didn't give a fuck about anything, which, about time. Uh, and they decided to sign Kareem Hunt. Uh, and this is kind of gross, right? Because Kareem Hunt has a thing and... Uh, Anyways, he's suspended for the first eight games of the season, and I believe the suspension came down after the signing, but they didn't care. Uh, And they signed him anyways, knowing that that was all full well a possibility, and here we are. What do you think about the Browns saying, fuck it?
1: Well, I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, people just sign whomever they want. doesn't really matter what they do at this point. Well, that's a Um, sad
0: outlook. It's a
1: sad outlook, but sometimes it pays off. I mean, Redskins, Ruben Foster... You know, ended up not getting charged, no suspension needed. We've got ourselves a first round linebacker. But then, yeah, nightmare for people it does happen to. But pff, they're, they're, they're unscrupulous. Point to the Cigna thing to show how unscrupulous the NFL is. They do not surprise me that this is what they're doing. Tyreek Hill's going to be joining him.
0: I think that you're probably not wrong. And it is funny that you're right, you're right, that the Browns are the ones that get labeled labeled with this, uh, oh, my God, I can't believe you signed Kareem Hunt. Uh, but in, the reality is an NFL, if you could just say an NFL team signed Kareem Hunt, like no, none of them should have. But in all likelihood, if the Browns hadn't, someone probably would have. So, it, yeah. There's a problem here, so I don't know if they're going to be able to fix it, but uh, sad story. So, fuck this. Let's move on to a funnier one. Uh, The Broncos have traded actual assets for Joe Flacco, and Mike Francesco thinks that was fantastic. What do you think?
1: Uh, I think Joe Flacco uh, has a Super Bowl ring, so you better put some fucking respect on his name. (laughs)
0: All right, I will be fair about that. But that was quite some time ago, and he is uh, not looking so hot recently. I mean, he literally got beaten out basically last year by a rookie, right?
1: Bro, same number of rings as Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> so do you That's think this saying. was a good investment? What was the investment? I think it was like a fourth-round pick.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it was basically a stopover. I mean, it's exactly what they the Redskins did with Case Keenum. Um, you know, they 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 drafted Drew Locke in the same way we drafted drafted Haskins. You know, it's just someone there to fill the shoes in case. look at the bad luck the Broncos have had with quarterbacks over the last what three years. Yeah. You know, fucking Chad Kelly, Paxton Lynch. Uh, you know, I can't even. they just it's a shit show.
0: Yeah, but John um, Elway. He he knows what he's fucking doing, all right. So we're gonna trust him, right? You trust John Elway? I didn't trust any
1: ex football players because, again, Cigna. Yeah, he's okay, also not getting fucking, treated for their mental illnesses. Egg. Yeah, it's just um, it's, but, this,
0: it's the same thing. You don't watch it, but the NBA we just saw what fucking Magic Johnson did with the Lakers. It's it's a similar mess, except maids. John Elway actually shows up to work. It's the same fucking thing. Like they don't know what they're doing. Anyways. Back to something else uh, that's also sad, the AAF. We all enjoyed it for that one weekend. AAF. Uh, The AAF. AAF, We enjoyed it that weekend in February after the Super Bowl. It was like, oh, my God, this is going to work that one weekend. I remember rooting for players I slightly remember adding and dropping multiple times in the past. Uh, And (laughs) then it just disappeared, folded, went bankrupt, died in the same year. But if I want to clarify anything, it's the most important thing of all – Orlando won that shit, okay? So, uh, (laughs) just write that down. Put it in a little lockbox. Remember that the only season that ever existed for the AAF, uh, our our good guy, the old ball coach. What's that guy's name? I literally don't even remember his name. Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier came down here, coached us to a technical championship, hypothetical (laughs) championship. Orlando, whatever your name was. All right.
1: The Orlando tragic
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that would have not that would have not applied because we were actually really good I think we only lost one game out of like the seven or eight they played or six that they played I don't know well what do you think about Washington
1: Valor won the uh, arena football league this year that's still Um, a thing that's still a thing Yeah, bro, we we all that. I used to love going to arena football games. We had it.
0: We had it here. We had the Orlando Predators. We were actually like considered. uh, I had season tickets for a year, and we were at one point in I don't know around 2010. We were considered like the Patriots of the arena football league, and we were. I love how you make fun
1: of me and then double down. Yeah, but
0: that's old me. Like you're living in the past, man. But no, we. I think we lost the Predators. They went bankrupt, and I thought the league folded. But I guess it's just smaller now.
1: Retro, yeah. There's only six teams. Um, Six teams. Yeah, it's. uh, uh, Let's let's find. Actually,
0: I'm I'm laughing, but I think that's what the AAF was, right?
1: Um, oh, was yeah. I think it was. It was very low, but this is. I mean, this is like seven man teams. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got the Washington Valor, Philadelphia Soul, Columbus Destroyers, which is funny because just like Columbus was, um, (laughs) Baltimore Brigade. No idea. Atlantic City Blackjacks. Of course. On the nose. Albany Empire. <laughs> Is that named after Empire? Surely not. I don't know. Well, either way, um So you you like that. Definite destination cities. Yeah. Those.
0: Cool. To both of our cities we won meaningless championships. But regardless, moving on. Colin Kaepernick settled his collusion case with the NFL over the offseason. So that was like a oh, here it comes, someone's going to sign him and then pfft, nobody did and here we are. We, he's still not signed, but I think he got a couple million bucks out of the deal. Um, 8 million. And, and he is he's making some cash with Nike, so you know, enjoy that Colin, but I don't think we're going to see him play again and it makes me sad.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he made more money with Nike than he did with uh, uh, the collusion case, which was surprising.
0: Yeah, and it it's probably going to be recurring. Like, I wouldn't even doubt it if we start seeing a clothing line, you know, with his number on it or something. Like, wasn't... I feel
1: like I feel like if he goes back, he will kind of be a bit hypocritical, unless there's some sort of acquiescence to him being able to kneel. Because I still don't right. think there is. I think if he went back and knelt again, they'd still give him a load of fucking shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's I think it's better for his brand. And I don't know whether him as a human being to just continue with the sort of social justice struggle rather than, you know, for example, go to the Patriots and get photographed in a MAGA hat next to Tom Brady.
0: Oh, God. I would stop watching. Why did you even paint that scenario? <laughs> that is Just like a the fucking- maga
1: hat perched on the <laughs> afro, like pushing it down. Like the white man has pushed down the black man over the years.
0: That would literally create a black hole and suck everything <laughs> into it. Oh god. Anyways, moving on.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Bob Croft,
0: <laughs> so not not Bob Croft yet. I'm gonna no, we're not yet. not yet. Yeah, but then we should. Actually, yes. Yeah, fine. You know what speaking of pop? Crap. He was charged <laughs> with soliciting prostitution. If you he hadn't heard already, old dirty man decided to fly his private jet down to a fucking strip mall in Florida <laughs> and uh get a little tuggy-tuggy from uh whoever it was. I don't even What was the place called? Do you remember? Yeah.
1: I don't know. It was like the exotic oriental day it was, spa yeah. XXX. It was, the perfect.
0: it was exactly what you thought it was called.
1: It's next to a Bojangles, I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, so, oh, here it is. The Orchids of Asia. The Orchids <laughs> of Asia. And he went. This is the funniest part of the story that we don't. I'm not 100% sure. He went on the morning of the AFC title game.
1: Well, you got to relax if you're going into <laughs> your.
0: I guess, like, man. He, so, so that's what's happening. Uh, there are further developments where basically he's trying to. <laughs> we found over the off season that there were there was video of this. There is video of this. Someone is laughing at the video already, and we're waiting for it. Um, yeah. Bob Kraft is fighting this in court. He's saying no, don't, don't. They're trying to seal the records, and now some judge. And now he doesn't want to appear in court. I don't know. It's an norm- yeah, ongoing story. Like, I said tuned.
1: six rings, not sex ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will report back next week With all of the updates on Bob Kraft, Obviously uh, but, uh, So that happened But also Something else weird happened over the offseason And that was the Antonio Brown saga um, And dude just went off the rails And I don't know if it was on purpose I mean obviously he would say it was uh, But uh, he criticized This was sort of part of his whole You know departure from Pittsburgh But he criticized Ben Roethlisberger For having a quote Owner's mentality Right, and that definitely has some connotation to it, um, and he definitely liked. Let me see what the text says here. Scroll, scroll, scroll.
1: Well, remember, rape is about ownership.
0: So, Oh, that was the thing. So he liked two (laughs) tweets on the internet, not written by Antonio Brown, but he liked them, which we we know is, you know, you're culpable if you like something. They called Ben Roethlisberger a rapist, right? And I'm not going to lie. I'm not uh, innocent in having not called Ben Roethlisberger a rapist in the past. I think all of us have. Uh, But Antonio Brown liked that sentiment, referred to Ben Roethlisberger as having an owner mentality. And then departed from the team, and popped back up on a little website called Cameo.com, I think, Uh, whatever it is. He had $500 custom videos, and Proper's going to explain this a little bit more than I can. Uh, But uh, here it is real quick. Let me just play it first, and then you explain to me what we just heard.
1: Happy 38th birthday, and I hear it's your second anniversary wedding. I hear you've been working really hard as a defense attorney, and your birthday is here. Happy Birthday. We celebrate you today. Hope your birthday is booming.
0: Boomin. What did we just hear?
1: Well, I mean, I was a little shocked to hear this after Antonio Brown's stellar acting career in <laughs> Ballers Episode 1. Oh yes! But, uh, this is a website uh, that you can request celebrities to record you video messages. And you type in the text of the general gist of what you want them to say. Um, For example, uh, husband's second year wedding anniversary, you know. Right. But you wouldn't say... You wouldn't read exactly verbatim what (laughs) the suggestion was if you had a half a brain. But this is a man that dyed his beard blonde as well. Right. I thought... I thought you questions just like, have to be asked. I
0: thought you recorded all at once and you say all the possibilities and then they just cut it up or something. But no, this was just a demo. So yeah, I don't understand it. Antonio Brown's a weirdo. Uh, Definitely but,
1: not worth five hundred dollars. Yeah,
0: so uh, later we got, on, we got
1: Josh. We got Josh Johnson for fucking twenty. <laughs>
0: right. That is right. Uh, but uh, later on in the offseason, after these videos, and after he made a, a couple bucks to get him through his offseason, I guess, Antonio Brown spurns the Bills uh, and accepts a gig with the Raiders. Uh, what do you think about that?
1: Um, What do you mean? I mean, I think it's Sophie's choice. Um, but if I had to pick one... Who's going to do worse this season? Mm -hmm. I think the Raiders are going to do worse than the Bills.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is that a hot take? I think that is a hot take. I think it's close. I think they're probably similar. But uh, honestly, I think that Buffalo comes down to me it comes down to weather. Like I've really, like it's a wild card every year because it's a fucking coin toss with the weather. If you have a normal Buffalo winter, it's literally like a 50-50 game every time. So that's why they always end up so close to 8 and 8. It's just a mess. But uh, yeah. So fuck Buffalo, fuck the Raiders, but there that's where Antonio Brown is. After that, we found out uh, we were reminded of the information Uh, That years ago, Donald Trump had tried to purchase the Buffalo Bills, right? And through this whole Mueller investigation and all this stuff that we've been doing over the last 18 months, uh, we found out some more.
1: Yeah, it was us. It was me, Buddy, (laughs) Tenfoot got involved, co We were looking
0: into it. Digging through the paperwork, we found out uh, through different things that Donald Trump actually had to inflate his net worth by more than $4 billion when he tried to buy the Buffalo Bills. And the NFL Owners Association said, yeah, no thanks, even though you have that much money. So he had to inflate it by that much, uh, and he he still wasn't allowed in the club. And that was just like a little piece of... Information over the offseason that made me go, ah, I guess the Super Bowl didn't ruin everything.
1: Buffalo's the whitest. Is, it, is there a whiter team than Buffalo? Maybe mm. New England.
0: What about. Ooh, that's a tough question.
1: I'm thinking if Donald Trump wanted to go for a white team, and obviously he can't do the Patriots because Bob Croft's already doing. He's, he's emulating Bob Croft. Right. Right. Bob Croft's already got the Patriots, so what's he going to do? Who's the next whitest team? Probably Buffalo Bills. <laughs> if just not for the snow
0: coverage. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, so the Bills did not get Antonio Brown. The Raiders did. But guess who the Browns got? So after all that happened, the Browns traded for Odell Beckham Jr. What do you think about that? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Craziness. That's got to be the biggest move of the offseason. From a fantasy perspective,
1: um, I think you're forgetting that also Kevin Zeitler <laughs> and Jabril Peppers got traded <laughs> as well, and Olivier Vernon. <laughs> no one talks about Olivier. Kevin and Jabril, it's all Odell, nope, isn't it?
0: No, they don't. We don't talk about that. We're not going to talk about it right now. So uh, no. Odell is now going to be catching passes from the uh, the, the baddest motherfucker on the planet right now. Your, your
1: keeper, your keeper, What's it, what round are you keeping him? Clearly you're keeping him in. Chubb,
0: I got Chubb. Well, I fucked up, man. So I drafted Chubb last year because I thought, you know, rookie running back keeper league just just grab one of them and I literally just grab. I was grabbing all the Browns. So I'm like, fuck it, grab their running back. And I did like him in college. He was pretty fucking good. And he ends up being great, right? So, But through the first few weeks of last season, he was not great. He wasn't even on the field. So I literally cut bait in like week three or four.
1: You did. You dropped him. So now you don't I get to, this keeper rights. So you have to pick him up on
0: right? ADP. So in like week four or five, I spent 25 of my $100 fab picking him back up. So <laughs> now I have him, but I only have him for... Likely uh, ADP plus three.
1: Comical. What about Baker? Did you didn't draft him? Did
0: you? No, I didn't have Baker. He was a free agent last year. Someone had him eventually because I don't think he he didn't did he start the season?
1: No. Yeah. Twenty six touchdown passes in fourteen games. Yeah. No. No. He, record. He,
0: he he didn't get drafted. Nobody had him early. But uh, so yeah, I have Chubb, uh, and I like this move. This the whole story. The reason why we got down the Browns road again isn't just because I'm here. Uh, But they have Odell now, right? So this this opens it up for an offense that was already pretty fucking good. So on paper, they're the best.
1: Yeah, OBJ and Juice. OBJ Juice.
0: And then eventually, they get Kareem Hunt.
1: They get Kareem Hunt. You couldn't draft the Browns offense in fantasy football right now.
0: No, no. You could have drafted their offense and defense a couple years ago. Yep. All on the same lineup. Totally fine. Yep. But no, you would, you would not even get close nowadays.
1: And they've still got David Njoku. My boy. <laughs> that guy. I was ahead of the game on Njoku.
0: Yeah, man. I, t- I think they're above five hundred this year. I think they probably win the division. They're going to the playoffs. And I think they're going to be... Unless Baker Mayfield says some stupid shit, which I don't think he will. I think they're going to be America's team. And I think they're going to be, at least for a little while... Unless they win, like, three Super Bowls in a row, they're going to be the Golden State Warriors, how they were a few years ago, where it's just, like, everyone loves them, they're so fun and cute, and they're winning, and it's cool to be they've a got, fan.
1: I think they've got, what was it, they've got four primetime
0: games this season? Yeah. So the, the, but up from none last year. <laughs> right. It's going to be awesome. So, anyways, moving on from that, the NFL Combine, that happened, still pointless. Also, Jason Witten decided he'd rather receive concussions than say dumb things on ESPN. What do you think about that?
1: I'm going to miss the dumb things. I'm going to lie.
0: Yeah. It was pretty bad. I'm
1: going to miss Jason Witten pulling a rabbit out of his head.
0: (laughs) I forgot he said that shit. That guy, he tried, you know, and you know what? Joke's on ESPN because he, I'm sure, cashed that check. So, who cares, right?
1: Did they hire Romo first or Witten?
0: Um I think Romo was first.
1: Romo's the polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. And he's
0: CBS, right? So they're he, they're not paying him as much, you know.
1: Oh he's no no, he's the highest paid one now. Is he really? Yeah, he got he got literally bank in the off season God to damn. be the highest paid um pundit.
0: And he's good at golf too.
1: But Jason Witten, yeah, kept kicking himself in the foot, as he said. <laughs> uh which is amazing.
0: He's such an idiot. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. I read this headline, thought it was hysterical. Le'Veon Bell continues his self imposed NFL exile by signing with the Jets. So, here we are. The Jets go and get cocaine man from Miami, Adam Gase, and then they bring in crazy, uh, angry Le'Veon Bell who could just leave whenever. Um, what do you think about that?
1: I went, uh, I made a meme the other day where it was uh it was like before and after pictures and so like for example you had uh like Lindsay Lohan from like 19 like from like you know early late 90s and then Lindsay Lohan today and it was kind of like 1990s New York Giants versus 2019 New York Giants right then you had like Cardi B from back in the day mm-hmm. and Cardi B now and it's like pre 2019 Cleveland Browns 2019 cleveland browns and then you had pre-2019 new york jets and 2019 new york jets and it was just both the same photo of steve buscemi
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're they're a hot mess where do you i mean not do you think Le'Veon is a rb1
1: you know, that's that's a good question. And if I had the number one overall pick, he, he, my eyes would be drawn to him. Because the potential's there. And I think that the Jets stacked up their offensive line to try and protect Darnold this season in the offseason. So, ah, I don't know, it would be man. a dice roll, but my eyes would be drawn. In our keeper
0: way. league, he's, he's up for grabs. Uh, And a lot of running backs are not. So he'll be a first round pick for us. Exactly. But so in all, for all intents and purposes, he might be someone's RB two. Like someone might get the benefit of pairing him with Todd Gurley or pairing him with, so like having both. Um, So I think in our league, it'll paint a different picture, but in redraft leagues, he's probably going to be overvalued based on his name. And he's not putting up 1800 yards this year. Well, you never know, but, um yeah you never know anyways moving on here's something shitty cops uh this was uh right after the Le'Veon. Why Bell why do we signing. always
1: why do we have to talk about the shitty stuff what's this
0: I, we have to go we're going over everything that happened proper right so everything that happened in the off season we got to bring up some of this shitty stuff too there's trust me the one after this i'm gonna blow through this shitty one okay what's the shitty shit and, and the one after it is is great all right so the <laughs> shitty one all right Deep breath. Cops are investigating Tyreek Hill for allegedly breaking his three-year-old son's arm. Okay, total bitch move. Tyreek Hill to fiance Crystal, uh, quote, you need to be terrified of me too, bitch. All right, and then uh, finally, chiefs suspend Tyreek Hill after audio leaks of him threatening his fiance. So those are three quick headlines that kind of sum the story up. Do you have anything to sprinkle on top of that one?
1: I mean, the only defense that you can give for Tyreek Hill beating up a three-year-old is if someone said to him, pick on your <laughs> own <home> size.
0: <laughs> Next story. Blake Bortles is a Ram. Oh, my God. He's going to take over Hollywood. Do you think this is the greatest thing ever like me?
1: Uh, I didn't even know about this until you pointed out on the last episode. Uh-huh. Um, Can you
0: picture Jared Goff goes down and Blake Bortles is in the NFC championship game? It would be the greatest moment in the history of the NFL. I want that, and that would have mean that would mean that he had been in the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game.
1: Oh yeah, good point. Lost them both. Yeah. (laughs) He'd probably be one of the only quarterbacks to ever have done that.
0: Right. I don't think so, man. So, B- Blake, it's on you. You get to the NFC title game and lose, and you're going down in the record books. Next story. Cam Newton sets himself challenges each month during the offseason. I didn't know this. It's kind of cute. February. February, God. February, he decided. <laughs>
1: February, dress like you got dressed in the dark. <laughs> March, dress like you lost a bet. <laughs> yes
0: that's apparently <laughs> the secondary challenge every month but the primary challenge of february was to eat vegan right and i really i don't i don't know much what? About. why
1: would you do it in february it's meant to be veganuary
0: that's what they call it. It's january <laughs> i fucking didn't idiot never heard of that uh but uh so he did that but i think the one that really made headlines was march no sex and i don't believe him
1: March madness
0: that is madness there's no fucking way is he wait is he married well or? i mean
1: it depends it depends how he was dressing that's true uh, you know because cam newton can go from looking pretty hot to looking like dark duck on a bad day
0: <laughs> so anyway, so uh, uh i guess this is also a slightly sad story i mentioned this in the also's uh rob gronkowski he is gone he didn't die although he probably will soon just because he's a fucking idiot <laughs> but uh he has retired from the nfl Did this touch you? Like, when you finally read... We kind of felt like it was going to happen, but when you finally, you know, saw that Twitter notification come through your phone, like, what was your instant gut reaction?
1: For me, Rob Gronkowski is like the the Wayne's World of the NFL. (laughs) Right? Because he's been, like, you know, legend status. (laughs) And even though, like, Wayne's World has been around since the 90s, if you watch it now, it's still very non problematic, you know, it's still funny. Right. It's kinda mm. like Gronk. It's like, how has this guy managed to literally be a complete nuisance and party animal and crazy complete mental case? But not ever get in any sort of no. trouble, have and any sleeves. Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck yeah, Gronk, good for you. Save your money. Go and fucking party on a boat
0: right live it up we never had to see a picture of his dick like brett Favre. like we just like no bad stories at all i mean none none and now they've replaced it with
1: benjamin watson apparently they just signed and
0: also to me when you think about it i'm not a huge like fantasy analyst breakdown guy and i'm sure that the people that are deeper into it will say <laughs> evidently by your winning <laughs> very, percentage i mean it's in uh, ever since old brett Favre was still playing uh, honestly but uh i don't feel like there's really that many tight ends in the league right so from a fantasy football perspective i'm like fuck now there's only like three like yeah but he hasn't been good for like three years bro. he's been decent enough for people that in, in our league we don't even require a Ten tight foot. end. and he Ten foot. yeah but he still had enough in the tank you know if you knew he was starting a game it's like well he's probably flexible you know yeah maybe so that sucks. We lost him. Uh, then the NFL owners tried to make it all better from what happened to the Saints. They decided to make pass interference calls and non-calls reviewable.
1: Yeah, good. So You see the Atlanta Falcons threw that shade at them in their Game of Thrones season is coming intro
0: yeah and they fucked it all up i think somebody fucked it all up and then they named like someone was like this is house so-and-so and and this is our team and they didn't know that that's a brother and a sister and like you don't even fucking watch the show so i don't know man
1: oh okay i didn't know about that that was a different way it might have been minnesota deeper you go much deeper than me in terms of game of thrones
0: are you not a game of throneser
1: I am a Game of thrones but you are insane about Game of Thrones.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm insane, yeah, about a couple of those okay, things. Okay, if
1: you were in Game of Thrones, what house would you be?
0: Oh, I'm, House Stark. Like, obviously, uh, Wrong, you'd be Stark. a peasant.
1: You'd be a peasant. You'd be killed within minutes of the thing starting.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm much more no in line. I mean, people would think that I'm going to jump
1: out there you're and not, say... You're never going to be House Stark. You don't like... You live in fucking Florida. That's okay, true. Okay, there's no way you right, can handle me, I got a better one. This makes more England. sense.
0: I'd be Littlefinger. I would be Littlefinger because yeah. I'm a piece of shit, and yeah. I'm always colluding, and I'm always scheming behind people's backs. I'm everyone's friend, and I'm everyone's enemy all at the same time. So that would be me. That would be me. That's tr-
1: yeah, Littlefinger's a good one.
0: So anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah, Rob's gone. NFL owners vote. Yep, yeah, reports say Packers fell apart because Mike McCarthy is adult, and Aaron Rodgers is petty. They hated each other, and that's what fucked me last year. I'm blaming that whole report.
1: I mean, if you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, a man with the same number of Super Bowl rings as Joe Flacco, you better <laughs> put some respect on his name.
0: <laughs> that's true, I guess. I guess that's true. Uh, but that is kind of interesting to, to hear about. I I'm, I I don't remember the guy's name. That's the new head coach of the Packers, but good luck buddy um
1: it's uh lefleur
0: that's right yeah congratulations good luck it's a similar situation it seems like because the patriots don't deal with this because they have belichick right but the the packers are in the same situation that the the cleveland Cavaliers were in or the lakers were in whoever's got lebron lebron is the coach of the team and then you have to put a coach out there but it's really just like lebron's calling the timeouts lebron's setting the plays Aaron Rodgers is calling the plays like it's a figurehead thing he's probably like just fucking focus on the defense I got this it's probably yeah. uh, it's not gonna end well for this guy but here we go Aaron he, he's, he's a puppet he's a puppet
1: he's a puppet dictator and he? he's he's like oh this guy once you know you know washed Sean McVay's jockstrap so let's get him in right and his name's Lafleur it's Matt Lafleur it means l- the flower in French <laughs> One things where, one place where flowers do not flourish is Green Bay Wisconsin.
0: That is true. No. Okay. Cheese, pigs, probably chicken yeah. farms,
1: snow, wind, yeah.
0: not much. Um,
1: probably domestic abuse.
0: Yeah, a lot, a lot of that. A lot of, a lot of children, like from people who shouldn't be having children, because like there's nothing else to do in Wisconsin besides have kids. Right. You know.
1: Right. Well, you need you need more children to help run the cheese farm, of course.
0: the dairy. Who the fuck else would? Yeah. Right. But anyways, uh, congratulations, proper. We made it through the off season. Um, we're still in the off-season, but that's kind of like our off-season, and that is... No,
1: it's the new season now. It is. Now the draft's happened. It's new season. It
0: is. So uh, that's it. Let's jump into some commercials before we get into the NFC East review. Um, so definitely check out our sponsors. Give them some love because they deserve it. <laughs> Cause you believe these trucks shouldn't carry a spare tire. It's a ride right beer now. Because up here, crisp tasting beer just comes naturally. Right because when the whole gang gets together, there's no room for filling up. So reach for the silver bullet, the beer that won't weigh you down. It's Head show. Hey, everybody! When you buy a Pizza Hut Kids pack, you can get a Johnny Quest pack. There's Johnny, Haji, Jesse, and Quest World Johnny. What each week! Look, Pizza Head, I already got mine. Cool. <sighs> Wait, those aren't the real guys! Sure they are. And Johnny Steve wants to take you scuba diving. I don't know. I I'll know. just tighten your mask. Woo-hoo! Look at all the pretty fish, Pizza Head. Oh, pretty! Hey, there's a big one. <laughs> Ooh, good thing sharks don't like pepperoni. You're telling me! See you next time. The real Johnny Quest packs are at Pizza Hut. Who who asked you to go out of town? The stupid young one or the married one? The married one. That's what I thought. Don't go. You hear me? Hmm. And you know what?
1: You're not listening to me because I see you going. (laughs) I see you going. I'm just telling (laughs) you. I'm trying to help you to avoid the heartache. Don't go blindly through life.
0: Let me use the power of the tarot to show you the way. Call me now for your free reading. Call 1-800-355-3765. All right. Shout out to our sponsors. Go hit them up. So let's get into it. We're going to spend a little bit of time on each division throughout the rest of the offseason to get you all caught up. And we want to start with just get it out of the fucking way, get it out of proper system, the NFC East. right? This is his professional uh, expertise would be not only covering uh, the NFL, but specifically covering the NFC East. So hit me with it, man. Let's start with the fucking New York Giants, they're a clusterfuck. Tell me where it all went wrong.
1: Well, you're putting a little bit too much respect on my name. (laughs) Uh, Splash. Reel that back in. But let's be honest, where did they go wrong? We know where they went wrong. They went wrong with the sixth overall pick. Pick six. Mm. um, Conveniently to Daniel Jones. um, The worst quarterback in the draft.
0: Yeah. Um, is he the worst quarterback I mean, in the draft, though? I mean, is it that bad? I know he wasn't in the first round on any mocks, if that matters, but the worst?
1: No, I mean, it's, it's a, a, people will say, people will point to the fact that, yeah, he had lots of drops in, uh, at, at Duke, had a lot of shitty receivers, um, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I've got some, I pulled up some facts on Daniel Jones. Okay. I um, can't find them right oh, now. No, they're gone. But they're not good. No. Oh. Um,
0: well, there was the loss to Wake Forest, right, where he was. They lost like fifty to nothing or some bullshit. Like,
1: yeah, there's, there's so many. He's fucking awful, um, and you know, that's that's hilarious. Not um, good.
0: So that happened. So what? I mean, that's the obvious one. But
1: I know th- that's the obvious one. They got rid of Odell, which you mentioned. That's the second one. They they, you know. they brought in Golden Tate from the Eagles to replace him. Not a number right? one. Who's not a number one? Not even a number two. Um, getting old. Um, Antoine Bethea they brought in. Again, aging safety to make up for Landon Collins, who they let walk for free right, into okay. the open arms of Washington.
0: Right. Save it.
1: Love it. I mean, one of their draft picks got shot. I mean, I can't, you can't have a worse <laughs> fucking off season
0: than the Giants. It's not funny, but God. And then Mike Francesa runs out and immediately blames the kid.
1: Oh, I mean obviously. Yeah. I mean. But
0: yeah, so whatever. the Giants are, are trash. I mean, do you have anything else to add to this? I mean, do we blame Dave Gettleman for all of it or just most of it?
1: Well, I mean, he's he's smart man Gettleman yeah. um in terms of how he's spinning how stupid he is. Oh, yeah. Football man. Um, because he's like, you know, oh, you just you wait in 3 years, you'll you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. I'll it's be like, gone. Bro. Yeah, in 3 years no one's going to remember any of this. You won't remember you know me. What I mean? <laughs> Yeah, in three years, so much stuff would have happened since then that has taken so much more heat off. There's you a than presidential this.
0: election coming up,
1: right? You know what I mean. <laughs> it's like Daniel. Was it, someone wrote Daniel Jones look like looks like the actor they would hire to play Eli Manning in a film about Peyton Manning's life.
0: Yeah, that would be accurate. <laughs> Perfect. So let me play a little bit because he did have to explain himself literally on the, the floor of uh, wherever they had the draft. People in the Giants jerseys were crying. What the fuck is going on? Who is this guy? Why would we do this? So he had to explain himself. And we have some audio. I'm going to cut it a little bit short. But, oh, my God, if this is the only reason that you decided to obviously reach for someone, then you're an idiot. Yeah. So this is right. Dave him, mace Tyrell reach that is. before I went to the game I had, before I went that week I, I had looked at all those guys and I had seen um, you know Oklahoma and West Virginia play I went to that game that Friday night of Thanksgiving and I'd seen Ohio State play in the championship big Ten, uh, big Ten championship game and you know I wanted to, you know one thing I, I've been taught by uh, Ernie uh, you know is that uh, you need to see quarterbacks live and see them in the environment and uh, that's why. So I made up my mind, as you guys well know, because I yak with you, you know, about staying for the game, and and uh, those three series that I watched. I, that's when I I loved them on film, and that's when I that that really is what convinced me. Well, it's uh... that's it. Are you serious? That's what's convinced him. It really boiled down to probably about ten to twelve plays that he saw.
1: Yeah. And I found the highlights reel, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what did he do?
0: What was this QBR? Yeah,
1: well, it was like you mentioned, they lost 58-7 to Wake Forest in the final <laughs> regular season game. Um, Through two touchdowns and nine picks versus Virginia. Ah, nice. Um, Through, for one, interception and no touchdowns with a quarterback rating of 19 <laughs> during a loss to a 1-11 Baylor team. 19. And was the... Eighty-first ranked quarterback in the country in yards per attempt.
0: Insane.
1: He was also a zero-star recruit coming out of high school. But yeah, better than Haskins. Worth it. Well, he's not better than Haskins, though, <laughs> is he? And speaking of Haskins, get my into it. Tell me, yeah. So fuck this. on Giants. We're to, done with them.
0: Washington, tell me what's up.
1: Okay, so Washington crushed the draft, best draft ever. Waited for Haskins. Didn't need to reach. Fell into our laps guy's a beast the highest date had a draft party where he's charging people 50 bucks each to turn up legend (laughs) already love him (laughs) then we aggressively traded back up into the first round to get a dropping ailing montez sweat who apparently had a heart condition and then was released on the day no heart condition at all this is a fucking top 10 fucking overall pick we got him at like mid-20s legend (laughs) then what is it Ter scary Terry McLaurin. So scary. Wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Round three. Went to Ohio State with Dwayne Haskins. Pierre Garcon esque <laughs> ex receiver. Very happy. Then we got fucking Bryce Love, mm-hmm. Stanford running back. Mm-hmm. Um f- various excellent players. Various excellent happy. players. Various excellent players. Ruben Foster is not uh suspended. So you got Foster Children, Foster. linebacker. Right. Uh, Mason and Ruben. So you're excited about uh, this?
0: You think you think Washington did pretty well from your assessment? Well, yeah, I mean, look at it, right? We had
1: we have we have a few strengths on our team. Number one defensive line, right? Now you've added Montez Sweat onto what's already a dangerous front fucking five. Add Robin Foster, that's a pretty good front seven. Running backs are great. You know, you got Geis coming back from his ACL tear, Peterson's re signed. Chris Thompson is going to be back to full health, and then we got this Bryce Love guy who wrote an an open letter to GMs, and I behoove you to look for it because it's it's very good. Hmm. Um, It made me very excited, and yeah, and then we got Kelvin Harmon at two o six, who was rated the fourteenth best receiver in the draft and in the top hundred overall players. So it's going very well for for the Redskins.
0: So where do you think they finish in the division? Let's finish that. Oh, pretty, pretty low. Pretty okay. low. It's got to be. Let's let's
1: not fucking try and polish a turd. Um, it's well, it's gonna go. be. I like your. Enthusiasm. It's gonna be probably Cowboys, Eagles, Redskins, Giants again. I think.
0: All right. Well, tell me then. Tell me about the second place team in that prediction: the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Philadelphia Eagles um, quietly did quite well this offseason. They brought in. Two Jacksons in the return of Deshaun and Malik up from right. Duval. Deshaun and Malik. Um, they poached Zach Brown from the Redskins, at linebacker.
0: Oh, he's got um, a band too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, for a second, I wasn't following. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Zach Brown can be in a band. Um, as I said, got rid of the Giants. Um, uh, got rid of Golden Tate to the Giants. And they drafted an offensive tackle to replace Jason Peters in the first round. They traded up to get this guy, Andre Dillard.
0: So, are we assuming that Carson Wentz plays the entire season? Yeah, unless he does something stupid again. So, he like is okay he now. Every he's, fucking year. he's on pace to yeah, play. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's fine. But the problem with Wentz is he, no one knows how good he is in, in the playoffs. No. Nope. You know? No. Nope. We know how good Foles is. Well, guess, who, guess where he's gone. Duval. Yes.
0: And that should be interesting because he's basically Blake Bortles 2.0. He's the original Blake Bortles, Nick Foltz is. He's the Philly special, baby. He's, he, had, he had
1: seven touchdowns in one game.
0: I guess. I don't know. The only thing that they did that is exciting me because, obviously, the, the linemen, I'm sure that's super important. But in my opinion, I'm scrolling right past that news, and I just see Deshaun Jackson, and I'm like, hey, that guy loves Philadelphia. That is probably going to work. Um, and if he still has his speed, which he uh, by all, uh, by all means, I think I saw it recently in Tampa, that could be a great field stretcher for Carson Wentz. He's got an arm, so I don't know that could work. It's not a fantasy guy; I'd probably target, but he's a boomer bust type. But I could see a couple games where he's got multiple fifty yard touchdowns again in Philly.
1: Yeah, but also they they the they, the receiving call is looking quite good because obviously they've got that Zacherts is obviously sick. Um, Does Sean's come back? Aguilar they might want to get rid of because they drafted this J.J. Arcega-Whiteside in the second round, mm. who has severe upside. Um,
0: He's got severe downside for how many letters are on the back of his jersey. That's gonna be a small font.
1: Yeah, I like that though. I like it when they have to struggle. We with have stuff to like, like wrap that. it around the shoulder. Yeah. What was the What was the Cincinnati Bengals tight end? Hushmanzada. Who's, the, who's in... Where is he <laughs> yeah, at? <exactly.
0: laughs> Someone called T.J. Hushmanzada. Of course, he's got the shortest first name, T.J., and the longest last <laughs> yeah, name, Hushmanzada. Exactly. J.J.
1: There you go. <laughs> or Casio Cortez, or whatever his last name is. So, um, So the
0: Eagles look like they're another, okay. It looks like they'll be similar the to Eagles, last year. Eagles Eagles
1: look like they're okay. I'm still a bit of a revolving door with regards to their secondary because they were giving up a lot of big
0: plays, but
1: still, they might have Jay Ajayi will be back
0: with, uh, full season with him this time, so JJ
1: is still unsigned because they got Jordan Howard in now. Oh. And they also drafted a running back. Well, that's news. So
0: so maybe yeah, no so JJ, maybe he goes somewhere else. Jordan Howard's pretty good.
1: Yeah. That is JJ is I think the top free agent running back at the moment. Interesting.
0: We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, so that's the Eagles. I think they'll be pretty good. Your your second place prediction's probably probably okay. I don't like the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys though. So you are predicting they're gonna win the division.
1: Well, this is hard for me, as you know. Of course. To to to, to give the Cowboys any props. But I don't want to be one of those dickheads that's such a homer that they fail to see the writing on the wall. And the Cowboys have got a good team. All right. Yeah. They they've got a really good defense. They've re signed Demarcus Lawrence for a shitload of money. Their linebackers are now sick.
0: Their cornerbacks
1: are sick. Um, What was that?
0: Oh, we've got... uh, It's morning time here, man. You wanted to do the show early. I've got kids screaming in the other
1: room right now. That literally sounded like someone was dying. Oh, I mean, they
0: might be. Um, Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay. Mom's got it handled, I think. I mean, she's probably like, when is he uh, done with this thing? Um
1: Right, so we'll quickly run through the Cowboys. The so Cowboys <laughs> didn't have a first-round pick because, obviously, they traded for Amari Cooper. But they've got Amari Cooper, right? So Amari Cooper's a stud. They get rid of Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's gone to Buffalo to add to the whitest team in America outside the Patriots. Can't see him in the snow, person. man. Exactly. There you go. White Walker, mm-hmm. Cole Beasley. Um, and they brought in Randall Cobb from the Packers. So they got Randall Cobb, um, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Jason pulled a rabbit out of his head, Witten, back, and they and then they in their draft they just basically bulked up depth on their D line and and their offensive line, interior offensive line. Yeah, I'm sad to see. The say best thing right. they did though is fifth round, I I bet this is I love it, drafting Michael Jackson and then the next pick, <laughs> drafting Joe Jackson it was the. It was great. (laughs) So not only is it Deshaun and Malik, we've got Michael and Joe. We're putting the band back together. Right. All of them. There's the Jermaine Jackson that plays in Calgary. I think we could get him down. Mm -hmm. No Tito. Obviously, Janet was present at the Super Bowl when she did the Adam Levine nipple thing Uh, before he did it. Yeah. Originator. Yeah. And there's lots of, there's lots. And like I said, and then, and then I did a bit of research and I was like, how many people on different teams have the same name? And I found out the answer. All right. And we're going to tell you how many do you think, which team has the most players with the same name? How many, how many players do you think have the same name is the maximum?
0: I'm going to just go with the Cowboys.
1: Yes, it is the Cowboys <laughs> because we've already done this. Um, I had forgotten, but I
0: was just going with the obvious example that we just went over.
1: It was the Cowboys with seven. Seven people have the same name. That's ridiculous. Same last name. That would be weird if it was the same first name as well. Um, not even including the Garrets or the Joneses. Um, <laughs> even though there is a Jones in there that I'm not including Jerry. So, yeah. That's Cowboys true. got seven. Eagles, four. Giants, four. Redskins, five. There you go. We
0: bring the facts, man. That is an interesting yeah. statistic. Tuck that away for your fantasy drafts this offseason. Let's get... Or this next season. Let's get into... Who we consider you could probably draft
1: an entire team of Joneses if you. Ooh, if you drafted Daniel Jones, Aaron Jones, can we do it? We there must should, be uh, some name if, that we could do a whole team's worth.
0: We could. If you do that in the in the same level of fantasy football league, you will win twice the prize money.
1: Taiwan Jones, he's a running back. I would have Taiwan Jones as my RB two.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, you're just Julio searching. Jones. You're just
1: searching. Now. Yeah. I hear you. Well, no, I thought of Julio Jones. Of course, I'm fucking researching. And Marvin Jones.
0: Jones. NFL Jones.
1: Nailed it. Man, we got a bench, bro. We've got a bench.
0: Jones. Let's We've get into the Jackie Battle of the Jackie offseason. Of the week. This is obvious. The Jackie Battle of the offseason is obviously Dave Gettleman. Congratulations to Dave Gettleman. This guy, he just embodies the idea of the Jackie Battle of the Week and the Jackie Battle of the offseason in this case. He really thinks that he won. He, he thinks that he is better than everyone. He understands this. He's, he's playing multi dimensional chess. Uh, but in reality, he just lost a game of Connect Four to a five-year-old. So uh, congratulations, to Dave Gettleman, for being our Jackie Battle of the Week. Do you have any last words for Dave Gettleman?
1: Um... No, I'm still on my Jones fantasy team, <laughs> and unfortunately, the only titan I could find was Ricky Seals Jones, All right, which doesn't let's count, uh, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit bummed.
0: <laughs> All right. But yeah, let's, fuck Dev Get out of here. <laughs> <gotta> <laughs> it's Time houses. for the shit list. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right. My shit list. Easy. Uh, I had something different last week, but this is a, a little bit more timely. So I woke up this morning, and uh, this is... This is Awesome, because we're coming back, season two, and guess who came back last night? You. The the goddamn bear. The bear bear came back last night. I am not lying. I was in my laundry room folding laundry like a, a good parent does late at night, right? And it's dark as shit outside, and I hear something banging, like, on the AC unit, and I'm like, oh, no, I think someone's, like, trying to rob my house. I turn off all the lights. I look outside, and the fucking bear has a bag of my trash in my yard, and he's just throwing it everywhere. And uh, I got to clean that up this morning. So, shit list bears yet again. It's like he knew I was recording today.
1: Yeah, it's like he just comes in and just starts trying to kick field goals.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, that's a true story, man. So, what's on your shit list, man? Well, it was going to
1: be the past 18 months, but in fact, it's just, I left my job yesterday because, as you'll find out on my love list. Yeah. So I left my job and I was so un- underappreciated at this place. It was so wonderfully summed up in the leaving card that I was given. Right. So I'm leaving a job. You get a leaving card. Everyone signs a leaving card, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, good luck in your next endeavor, etc. Right. Someone's written, happy birthday. <laughs> so my birthday's in March. Right? It's nowhere near my... Someone's just been given a card. and going to sign Chris' card. Oh, shit. And it's written, happy birthday. That's pretty sad. You know, that's how, yeah, I mean, that's, it's hilarious. But it's like, you know, that sums up really why I feel like I've probably done even,
0: that before. Back when I was working in an office. It happens so many times, right? The, the card comes, hey, sign this for whoever. And you're yeah, just like it's, putting the same thing
1: it's a fraser episode he signs yeah he signs it uh, he signs a get well soon card with you're not getting older. you're only one step closer to death and the guy's <laughs> just had, like a kidney transplant
0: <laughs> all right with death on the mind let's get out of there get into the love list love list let's get so mine's easy. We uh, we led the headlines with it. Lashawn McCoy spoiled Avengers Endgame. I thought Avengers Endgame was fucking amazing. I'm into that shit. Uh, so my love list isn't necessarily Endgame. It's Endgame. It's Game of Thrones. It's everything that the nerd culture has brought to us recently. It's entertaining so many more people than it used to. And it's just fucking awesome. So I am literally... I hate it when I'm sitting here on a Saturday morning and I'm like, fuck, I wish it was Sunday night. And I wish my weekend away just so I could watch Game of Thrones. So that's where I'm at. I love television right now and fucking superhero movies are awesome and I'm all in, man. Love it.
1: I lost an argument with my wife the other day that Game of Thrones was a British show. <laughs> um, and I think that, but, I mean, it seems like it would be. You know what I mean? It's clearly set in an alternate world that's meant to be Britain. You know, North, South, Hadrian's Wall, mm-hmm. blah, 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 royal families. Most of the actors are sort of British. Right. You know, it's kind of based on that sort of like, other than the dragons, sort of, sort of like historical medieval shit. But the the main reason that you guarantee the show is not British is that it doesn't debut at 10 o'clock over here. <laughs> <laughs> it debuts at 3.30 in the fucking morning. Right. <laughs> so it's clearly an American show because <laughs> there's no way, you know what I mean, that we'd be getting it at this shit hour. So think... At least you don't have to wait up until three thirty, and then by extension end up not staying up till three thirty because that's a fucking crazy time to fucking stay awake for a yeah, show. No way. So you fall asleep and have to watch it the next day, but you forget that you haven't watched it, and then you go onto Twitter and you get it immediately ruined immediately. by everyone in America that has already watched it and is tweeting. You about see a
0: picture it. of Arya flying through the air. Exactly, yeah. that's exactly what happened <laughs>
1: last, literally last week. I, the whole of Game of Thrones was ruined for me by that fucking delay.
0: Well, get into your love list then. Tell me what you loved, and let's get let's get out of here on that.
1: Okay, love list. How about this? Yeah, hey, I want to shout out to the NFL Ventus in UK. They're selling all the Ventus NFL jerseys, man. Uh, also, they having a giveaway for free jerseys once they hit seven thousand followers. So, the more y'all follow, the, more the faster they can give out those free jerseys. And HTR, appreciate y'all. That was la that was, that was Landon Collins. There it is. Um, Pro Bowl Safety, bigging up my new job, uh, which is working for NFL Vintage UK, startup company in the UK, basically selling throwback shit. And it's so much fun, and I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. And yeah. It's fucking niche as fuck. Like, it's such a good brand. So the Instagram handle, like,
0: NFL Vintage yeah, UK?
1: Yeah, NFL Vintage UK instagram handle i need to figure out how to get it coming up on a google search
0: yeah we'll work on that it's it's something i need
1: you to you're supposed to be good at this sort of stuff i need you <sighs> and blitz to put your heads together and tell me exactly why when you google the business only the website and the twitter come up and the instagram doesn't well here we'll just fix it like if this. anyone knows if, if
0: you're listening now just know there's also an instagram
1: the Instagram's the best thing though because when we post the instagram stuff gets sold within like seconds
0: that's wild
1: yeah it's wild. It's it's really, really crazy. Yeah.
0: I, um, I don't... I mean, I do that. And Instagram, you can all get but...
1: discounts. We've got business cards that are basically old um, football trading cards with shit players on, like Tebow and Ryan Leaf <laughs> and Jamarcus Russell. So it's got, like, a picture of those guys on the front, like a trading card and then the, the stuff on the back. Check out some of the videos. The videos are really funny. He tried to redraft, like, um, uh, with, like, throwback legends on... Um, uh, it's like NFL 2K, yeah, NFL 2K. Yeah, NFL 2K. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to beat the Patriots. It's fucking hilarious. It's really good content. It
0: is awesome, man. It's on, I mean, the content's cool, but the jerseys are even cooler. Check it out. If you like NFL jerseys and you just, you know, you don't like any of the current players right now, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a San Francisco fan. What are you going to go buy a Joey Bosa fucking or a Nick? What's the guy's name? Bosa, who's a Trump fan? Yeah. Nobody's buying Nick his Bosa. jersey.
1: No, get a Steve Young. There you get go. Owens, go get a you know Steve Young I mean? jersey. Get a fucking, Pretend that I mean, you exactly. drafted
0: him this year instead. Right? Get it from NFL Vintage exactly. UK. They will ship all and, the way and, to San And Francisco. we ship
1: it. We ship it to America. We're doing Instagram targeted ads in the States. You know, we ship all over the world. We ship to Australia, Europe, the States. And actually, with shipping, it works out cheaper than getting it a lot of the time in the States. Madness. Don't even us. believe
0: that. But believe proper football. Craziness. So hit it up, NFL Vintage UK. All the different social media sites. And uh, they got the website linked to from there as well. Uh, hit it up. Uh, so also, we are on Twitter at same level, hit us up on there, we don't do too much but if you have a question, comment, whatever you want us to talk about something next week, we'll be here next week with another division recap and some other nonsense to go through, if you want to leave us a voicemail about what you thought about this episode 407-984-7024 that's 407-984-7024 for proper football, on Buddy Danger this is same level, we're out of here later who don't win um why do we even need a scoring system can't we just have everyone just
1: be at the same score and everyone's a winner like i don't understand it bye